0: Welcome to Wisdom Inspired, a podcast designed to help high achievers to eliminate burnout and overwhelm. Now let's prepare to open our hearts, our minds, and our notebooks to receive today's wisdom. The title for today is Simplify Your Life. Simplify your life. So I'm going to read a quote. It says, perhaps simplicity, not ignorance, is bliss. And too many of us make the mistake of overcomplicating our lives. So, we started this week, we started talking about, you know, site failing transformation, and we gave examples of um, Peter and Paul and all of those different examples of where there's places in our lives where we um, come to a time where it seems that our sight is failing us. Like we can't see God doing things or moving in our lives or working the way he did before, right? Um, we're looking back at the old way that he's doing things or had the old way he had done things while he's trying to do something new in our lives and how he takes us through this process. And we've talked about activating grace as being important. Because it's going to be needed for that next level. You've got, you know, He's taking you through that because He wants you to get to a place where you trust Him and trust His Word and you're not depending on your sight of Him moving or the signs and miracles. Because Scripture tells us, you know, Jesus said these things will follow them, it doesn't perceive them, they will follow them. And so you've got to mature as you go through life and you go through this journey as a believer because God wants you to be fully equipped because he doesn't want you to be deceived because the enemy's tool is going to be deception, deception by signs, deceptions by miracles. And if we're only tracing God by the things we see, it causes us to be uh, susceptible to deception, right? So, I wanted to just continue building on that. And so I was doing some things and researching because I, I really had this question. I had this question for myself because I, I probably haven't said it in a while, but these calls are also growing me as well as we get up, you know, as we have the opportunity to come and share with you, we have to go and have to find a way to see what's going on in our own lives. And God speaks to us so that we can share with you what he has to say, um, but it can't bypass us, right? We can't just get up. Up here and say what the people need to hear. What we telling them? He got to be telling what's going on with us as well, right? So, um, one of the questions that I was thinking was, why is it so hard to to just believe, to simply believe what God says and to believe His word? Why do why do we? Does it seem like we sometimes have to complicate or add to what God has said, or that we have to sit and go back and forth with the word when the word is? What it is, it's clear, it's is it, it, revelation to what's going on in your life, and this doesn't mean that you have to be a Bible scholar and understand all of the things, because the Bible isn't meant for us to, um, it's not meant for us to sit and try to evaluate the times of the old. The Bible is meant to be a mirror for us to look through of who we are through the grace that God has provided for us, right? He gave us this grace. He allowed us to live in this covenant as believers, and he says, now I need you to see yourself the way that I see you. So now that's where the clarity for living life will come from, right? so I was asking that question why why is it so hard to simply believe so i wanted to to look at what's the challenges and i was doing uh some searching and it, it was i found this um some pointers that i took um and basically resonated with me which was really directed to people in investing and i thought that was key because our whole life is about an investment right God invested in us beforehand right by sending his son Jesus to die for our sins and to provide this channel of grace for us. And our role is not that we can pay him back in any way cuz we can't. We're not worthy. We there's nothing we could ever give God to 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 repay him for that investment that he made. But because we love him, we can return our lives to him. We surrender over um, our control of our lives to his will, right, that we become his instruments in this world that he can use and work through to further his mission. And so I just thought it was great because I said, well, yeah, this, this applies because why is it so hard? Why do we have to complicate things when God simply says, here's my word, this is what I've promised you, so now you execute you based on this truth that I've given you. That's it. Like there's no need for you to worry about the beginning or the end. Your job is the middle. Execute, right? So I did tweak them a little bit to fit where I'm going, but these pointers I had to lay out was given, um, inspired by this particular article on investing and, and simple investing. And they were talking about how people want to do complex investing and all of these things. And there was these three points that I took away from, I think about 11 of them, that I thought was ideal. So the first is going to be simple is harder, right? To just do things simply in life. Um, we have to be intentional. We we have to uh, specifically be present and conscious to the choices and the decisions that we're making. And for humans, that's hard to do because our natural impulses, we crave stories. We crave narratives. We crave the complex. We crave the things that create mystery for us because we want to be seen as the one that has solved this complex thing, right? And... Simplicity is a mind exercise. It's about resisting the complex. It's about resisting the tree of knowledge, right? That thing that makes us feel like we know more or we have the ability to outsmart the competition. So simple is harder, but it's more rewarding because with the simplicity comes the clear directions that you have to follow. There is very limit, uh, a very limited result of doubt that comes when you have simple principles, core values, things that you live by in your life, right? Things that you choose to do, things that you choose not to do. And your life isn't complicated. You don't have to experience some things that other people experience because you've got simple choices and decisions that you live by, right? The second one is that doing more does not guarantee results, right? We often believe that putting in more time or more tactics or more strategies or the latest trick in, of the trade is going to automatically guarantee us this level of excellence and success in our lives, this um, status of appreciation from other people. Um, it's going to make us the expert. Um, if we learn how to do these new strategies and these new tactics. But oftentimes, we're simply being deterred. We're being distracted and delayed because we're constantly looking for the new strategy, the new tactic that's going to guarantee us the results that we desire. And our guarantee as a believer is only in God's word. It's what he promised. And he takes care of the results. There's nothing that we can do that can change the results that will come because the results are not based just on our efforts, right? Because our efforts alone can't get us nowhere. The results are based on what God is doing, and he has a bigger plan that we are not clearly capable of even absorbing or understanding at this time. Whether there is a lesson that we're going to learn, whether it's going to be the people that we need to meet, whether it's going to be the lives that we're going to impact, the results are based on things that are outside of our understanding, and we have to be willing to simply trust him and simply believe and trust him with the outcomes. Our excellence is based on our ability to efficiently execute by trusting God's word. Do we sit and allow ourselves to get stuck and stagnated because we can't guarantee the results? Or are we willing to just move forward in, in obedience to what he said? That is where excellence is born, right? So understanding that, coming to the idea that real excellence is doing less, not doing more, having fewer choices to make will lead you to excellence because you do not have to waste time trying to constantly make decisions in a fast-paced world when you have clear, simple tactics and blueprints that you follow, okay? Hope all of this is making sense. And the third one, excellence is focusing on what you can control. Simplicity in life will adjust our focus. It adjusts our focus to only focusing on the things that we have control over, and that is our actions, our ability to execute, not the results. And once we come to that understanding, and once we are clear, we know what we cannot do. We know what's not in our control, and we are able to find a place of peace and rest knowing that God is faithful. His word never fails. He will keep his promises. Our job is to simply rest in that truth. However, as humans, our tendency is to seek control because it is a coping mechanism for us. You go back to Adam and Eve. One of the things that they did after the fall was to take fig leaves to try to cover themselves because they were trying to control the narrative or the understanding that they had brought into their experience by eating of the tree of knowledge, right? So they immediately tried to take back control of this uncertain situation that they found themselves in. They wanted to be able to cope. But I said, I believe it was on yesterday, that our attempt at self-sufficiency will always fall short to God's provision. It's just, you know, we didn't create ourselves. So, therefore, we we don't know how to fully provide the sufficiency that we need. Only God knows how to do that. Only God knows how to bring to fullness of the results of any quest, any decision, any investment of time, any business idea, any uh, job that you're working on, whatever it is in life. Only God has the ability to bring it to its fullness. Your job is to simply execute. And we have to be willing to let go of this illusion of control because if we don't, our lives stay complicated. It, I mean, technology is a great thing. There's nothing wrong with technology. It serves a purpose. But there is so much technology that if you are constantly under this illusion of trying to get control, you'll find yourself with so many softwares and apps and all sorts of things, and your life is still not working. Things still does not seem to be going anywhere, right? You can't keep up with these appointments. You got your kids and every single piece of activity that you can think of, and you're trying to be involved in every single activity and every single experience, and your life is steady out of control. There's no peace. There's frustration. You're not cooking at home, so y'all eating more fast food and everybody getting overweight. Now you got health issues. Like everything just spans out of control when we as humans attempt to seek control of our own lives. So simply allowing God to be in charge of your life, I think is the most refreshing and freeing experience we could ever ask for, and definitely as leaders. Because as you go through that sight-failing transformation, I certainly believe God is working to get you to simplify your life for the next season that he's taking you into. Because if it's too complex you cannot fully execute at the level that God is calling you to execute at. And we will all be on this journey. We all will continue to experience different sight failing transformations in our lives because he's taking us from glory to glory to glory to glory. So at every level, there's going to have to be some other complexity that has to be removed, and we have to buy into simplifying our lives, and our experiences. So as I close today, I want to give you three scriptures for you to support you in your own study of this simplifying your life. 1 Timothy chapter 6, verses 6 through 7, it says, But godliness with contentment is great gain. For we brought nothing into the world, and we cannot take anything out of the world. 1 Corinthians chapter 14, verse 3. For God is not a God of confusion, but of peace. And 2 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 12 says, For our boasting is this, the testimony of our conscience, that we conducted ourselves in the world in simplicity and godly sincerity, not with fleshly wisdom, but by the grace of God, and more abundantly toward you. So I hope today's wisdom inspires you and encourages you to seek out simplifying your life, um, focusing in on the things that God has already given you the ability to do and getting good at doing those things and those things only. Thank you for joining us this morning. You guys have a great and wonderful day and we'll meet you back on the line. I hope you enjoyed the episode of Wisdom Inspired that was brought to you by the AAC Co-working Community